Hi, I'm Stephen John Drew from Better Podcasting, a proud member of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Check out all the other geeky podcasts at gunnageeknetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 449 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast slash show slash whatever we are. This is recorded live on Sunday, June 6th, 2021. We are halfway through the year 2021 almost. It, it's exciting, I guess. I don't know. I'll ask my fellow guests or my fellow host here. I'm Chris. Joining me as per the usual, the regular band of... Uh, shenaniganers i don't know if that's a word malcontents malcontents we'll start first with mr anthony bachman mr malcontent hello 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 we call him the most senior malcontent that's mr anthony (laughs) bachman the most senior and then also joining us seemingly perplexed about what the word malcontent is one mr willie d nelson is that anything like Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly? A little bit. Malcolm oh. Reynolds would be a malcontent. He is a malcontent. Which is very fitting. He's mal and he's very mal. So are you good with are you good with that designation of malcontent, Willie? Is is that acceptable? Yeah, sure. You look you look really excited and engaged today, Willie. Did the sun cook you a little too hard yesterday? No? I'm just I'm a I'm an underdone egg, man. What do you want from me? An underdone egg. Yeah, just a little runny. You got like drain, sinus drainage, or you got the Rona? What? No, I I got my I already got my shots. Okay, well you could still get the Rona even if you get the shots though. It's just not as bad. I mean, I, I mean, I just got my second shot. Yeah, that lady just stabbed that needle in me. It's the worst needle I've ever gotten. I was like, jeez. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. It was, but it was like, damn. Did you get this? Just stab my arm like that. Were, were you, you fighting talking back? shit to her while she was prepping the needle? No. I was being nice as my normal nice self. Maybe she watches the show. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Then I understand. <laughs> I mean, it's it's highly fitting. unlikely, but it's possible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I did have to ask a question because the thing I had to fill out made me question whether or not this was for the first shot or not. Hey, I get to enter our local state's lottery for having gotten vaccinated so I can be eligible for a million dollars, a lifelong hunting license, a custom shotgun, and a lifelong fishing license, and a few other things as part of our state's uh, raffle to encourage people to get vaccinated. That sounds really fucking West Virginia right there is what that sounds. It's pretty West Virginia. They're doing like (laughs) six or seven raffles. There's also college scholarships and stuff like that. Do you win a hunting license, a fishing license, or a shotgun? I mean, I'm trying to find all of the stuff. I just can't remember hunt. the name of the website. I mean, who wouldn't want a shotgun just to shoot off at random? I mean, you're not wrong. The giveaway includes $1.58 million, million grand prize, a $588,000 second prize, full scholarships to any higher education institution in the state, custom outfitted trucks, weekend vacations at state parks, lifetime hunting and fishing licenses, in addition to custom hunting rifles and custom hunting shotguns. 
You can get yourself well, a tricked out truck if you win the lottery. Would you go? Would you get a tricked out truck, Willie, if they offered it? I mean, if someone just offered it to me, why would I not take it? I'd get it and sell it and then buy a different car. I mean... You're going to take the tax hit for it regardless. I mean, tricked out truck, though? That seems kind of cool. But why do I want a truck? I already have an S. I already have a station wagon that basically does everything I would need. And and also, thank you, state. Here's a prize. Now pay us money for it. Well, yeah, it my state. It's also the same state that then taxes me every year on my tax refund too, from the feds. Like, oh, oh, we gotta tax you on this now too. And I'm like, Ugh. how can they tax? They they put a state tax on your federal refund? Yeah. So the next year, I get taxed by the state for what my federal refund was because they didn't get their cut of it. And then, ironically enough, I get a refund from the state anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It all comes out in the wash. It's part of my whole, I don't understand the tax system here in the United States, and they already know what I owe them, so why do I have to spend hours filling out paperwork and submitting to them what I owe to potentially screw it up and have them come after me and be like, you owe even more now. They should be like, hey, we've got all the paperwork that's been reported. Here's what you owe, or here's what we owe you, and it should be done. I shouldn't have to fill out all that crap. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. That's my tax rant. Thanks for attending my TED talk. I mean, (laughs) there's also the problem of you know taxes, the thing that every American citizen has to pay. And do they teach us that in high school? Nope. How it works? I mean, that's that's why I use the tax software because I don't understand. So it just basically says, "Give us these values, we will calculate." And I go, "Cool, I don't have to understand this completely." That's why when I'm running for president, complete education reform. Oh, please tell us more about your educational reforms, mm-hmm. candidate Nelson. Oh, great. You're asking me follow up questions. Go fuck yourself, but I'll try anyway. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Yeah, the you're right. I, I'm a better member of the question. media than actual media members right now because I actually asked a true follow up question. But Mr. Nelson, what is your plan for educational reform should you win the presidency? Uh, you know what? I just had a discussion about this yesterday with a good friend uh, on the PlayStation. Uh, I guess I'll just use his name. Uh, Norn the Herald. He is the Silver Surfer. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he, his idea was pretty good. Um, replace uh, Algebra 2 and Calculus, all the higher up mass. Replace those with taxes and stuff that you know would actually benefit you in your life. I don't know, maybe like uh, budgeting yeah, just re- and yeah. uh, checkbook account. balancing. Yeah, replace them with that in taxes. I mean, it just makes it makes a lot of sense. I had a class right? sort of like that in middle school, actually, and I think I can't remember what class it actually was, but we did like this unit on hey. You're given this job with this kind of income. You need to figure out what your yearly budget is. You need to be able to buy a vehicle based off pulling stuff out of the classified ads. You need to be able to buy or rent a home based off of information in the classified ads and show how you would do your budget for a year and what you'd be budgeting for like food, emergencies, and stuff like that. It was surprisingly interesting. So Oklahoma public schools, so it must have been middle school, did a pretty decent job with something similar to what you're describing. Well, Chris, before you give it too much credit, answer this question. Was this part of the class proper or was just just extra stuff the teacher was helping out with? Oh, man. We're talking like <laughs> we're talking like 25 years ago, I'm having to remember right here. So I mean, that's a pretty important detail. I, I don't remember if it was as part of the class or if it was 
done as like an extra thing in the core curriculum. From what I recall, and I can't remember which class it specifically was, this is a class that did a lot of non-conventional kind of lesson plans and stuff like that. Like we did other stuff, which was you have to build a bridge and you're given a budget and our bridge was made out of toothpicks and uh, Elmer's glue and stuff like that. And we had to budget out our glue budget, our toothpick budget and figure out how we could make the most strong bridge possible and then there was actually a competition in the classes we built those to figure out which group had the strongest bridge and this was the same class we did this life skills unit on i just can't remember mm. what the class was because it's yeah, see, 25 years thing ago. we did that in our gifted and talented class which yeah. i guess is called gate now in most schools yeah it used to be talented and gifted things like that it was like the tag classes stuff like that i'd done similar stuff in talented and gifted classes but I don't think this was a tag class. I just don't remember what it was. I can remember sort of what the classroom looked like, but I just can't remember what it was. And it would be pointless for me to go look it up on the school's website because it's 25 years out of date and that teacher's probably <laughs> not even there anymore. And that's probably not even taught anymore. I don't care what no. the classroom looked like. I asked about if it was part of the curriculum or not. <laughs> Why I'm bringing that I'm up is because you. it's weird crap that I'm remembering from that time, but not the stuff that you need to answer that question. It's really weird the stuff that our brain retains from things that are ages ago. I mean, 25 years is probably about when this was, 22, 25 years ago. Uh, 4662424. That is the home phone number of my best friend in third grade. Nice. Random shit our brains remember. I don't know if I'd be repeating that. I didn't give you the area code, jackass. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Everyone's <laughs> just gonna call it. Doesn't matter what area code. They're just gonna call it no matter what. Well, they can all try. Also, him and his family haven't lived in that house for years. But no, yeah, but it's was... gonna suck for whoever does have that number. <laughs> so what? That's what I mentioned. Well, well you should first, call. Those them. were the first numbers I learned how to. I could. I memorized it by my how my thumb moved. It's like that. That 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 that. I think that's how I learned my buddy's Willie. phone number. Call them right now, Willie, and say, "Hey, is this Bachman's buddy?" No. Oh, you're no fun. I'm not. I, gu I guess. Jack. I guess I could try to call them on my new phone. But you know what? My aunt had the easiest phone number to remember. It was three numbers, and then the same three numbers again, plus a seven. And still, those three numbers were all side by side. I still remember one from when I worked at scout camps, two, four, five, four, five, four, six. And that was our once a week chant because when it was uh, the night the camp staff had to go judge the campers cooking, that was the number for Pete's Hut that we would call when we got back to the main building. Two, four, five, four, five, four, six. Nice. Oh, these campers. It was a scout camp. That tells me everything, I guess. What do you mean? Who were these campers? They were scouts. No, how old were they? Oh, it varied. It was Boy Scouts, so it was anyone from the ages of 13 to 17, basically. But was it as cool oh. as Scouts Legacy? Or was it about Eagle Scouts? Or Scouts Honor. Damn it, I got the name wrong. Shit. Are we talking about what now, Willie? Like Eagle Scouts? There were some Eagle Scouts there. Scout Camp is any scout. You could be a tenderfoot or you could be an Eagle Scout to attend. Oh, I just didn't know. What's the little one? Hierarchy. Did, did they have the Weeble Wobbles, whatever they're called? Weeblos is before Boy Scouts. Weeblos, that's right. Are we going to talk about Teletubbies now, too? Weeble Wobbles? What? Mm hmm. It's the one, it's like the kindergarten version of Boy Scouts, Weeblos. Wait, wasn't there a. It's the uh, step between Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, basically. It's the transition group. Oh, oh was, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was like before Cub Scouts. No, no, it's after yeah. Cub Scouts. Three of oh, my man. friends, and they're all three brothers, 
they got all the way up to Eagle Scouts. They went all the way to the top of that thing. Yeah, I did too. No, I'm just saying because all three brothers did. I'm surprised all three of them just went with it. <laughs> I mean, it's a family thing for a lot of folks is that one yeah, person, and the oldest will be involved in it and the younger kids get involved and then that's something that they want to do. As flawed as scouting can be at times, I did learn a lot and I had a lot of friends there and it was a lot of fun for me. A legacy, if you will. A legacy. Yes. Eagle, if you will. What? Schmeagle? I tried. Schmeagle? I tried. I threw a word in there. It didn't work, but hey, I tried. Schmeagle? That's all you were going to ask me, right? Did, did we ask? Were you supposed to ask? I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. I just well, said then we're stuff. right where we need to be. I'm so confused. What is going exactly. on? Perfect. Oh, God. What is going on? Nailed it. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. When we don't know what's going on, we pivot over to the news of the week. It's our chance to run down what is the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the last week or so and share it with you guys who are watching live or listening slash watching at a later date. I don't know if you got anything for us, Willie, but if you do, do you want to kick things off for us? Sure. Uh, just a little, uh, it's not going to be too in-depth, to, uh, just a commentary. Let's just oh, go with the... To, uh... to be fair, there's not a ton of in-depth stuff right now because we're in a news lull before like Comic-Con and E3 and stuff like that. There's not a ton of stuff coming out right now. Yeah. 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 I said yeah. 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 But, um... Yeah, so people get a little <laughs> bit pissy about a Horizon. I keep wanting to say Zero Dawn, but just the title is Horizon. The first game is called Zero Dawn. The next game is Forbidden West. I gotta keep that in mind. Um, They're both called Turok Transformer Hunter. I mean, and the how come that's not the greatest game of all time? Because that sounds awesome and it is a fun game. Who would want to play that? I'm not talking trash about what I call it that, but that is totally oh, what know. that game is. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Because I like it. Would be. Oh yeah. Uh, so they put out new footage of you know the next game coming out for the PS5, and I think it's also coming out for the PS4 as well. Oh yeah, and also another news: God of War. The next one's also going to be uh, uh, both for PS4 and PS5. That's also some news. But yeah, some people get a little pissy uh, over the pictures. Saying, uh, well, why is uh, Aloy not, not looking happy? Why is she looking all serious? Well, because she's in a post-apocalyptic world having to fight off bandits and robot dinosaurs. Man, would you be looking all happy all the time? Yeah, they changed the image to where she's just smiling, lipstick, makeup all done, hair done. And I was like, wrong with you? And said, oh, now she looks like a real woman. What the? What are you talking about? Like, People you know what I blame? Ridiculous. I blame... The Southern uh, uh, Evangelicals. I blame them. I blame every <laughs> last one of them. They're the problem in this world. We need to eradicate them running for president. They are not allowed on TV. I don't care. Sounds good. Uh, they're, they're, they're scams. They are scams. They, they, are, they are the new snake oil salesman. Am I wrong? Can you argue with me? It's not worth ever arguing oh, with you, Willie. I, I can always win. argue with you. That's that's not a hard. Do you part. want to argue with me on this? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I always because you have a, 
Because Willie's right. Am I wrong? Go ahead and say Willie's right. I never right. want to say, say the words, right. Willie's right. Say it. Say so it. I will okay. say it appears as though you could be correct. Because I will never say the words, quote, Willie's right, end quote. I just remember one time I saw like a, a cut of where just a bunch of those TV evangelists like getting rid of the demons by hitting people like Boo! and all this. And the, but the background song was uh, uh, Bodies by Drowning Pool. You guys <laughs> might know by nice. The bodies at the floor. And every time it is just it was hilarious. The yeah. best. The, the Punisher best. song. The Punisher yes, song. It, it was appropriate for the Punisher too. Yeah. I technically I know it as the Jason X song because that's the first time I heard it was in the trailer for Jason X. Oh, that's true. That's uh, right. They did use that for cool. the trailer, huh? Yeah, no, that song so was really popular for a couple of months there. Yeah, I was really disappointed when that song was not in the movie, not even in the credits. I stayed for all the credits. It wasn't in the credits. Nope. And I'm a big fan of stuff that's in the trailer should be in the movie. I think stuff that if you put stuff in your trailer and it's not in your movie, that's cheating. Look at you, Marvel. Still disappointed. There was no Hulk uh, that much in Infinity War. Oh, Marvel's kind of infamous for that. putting stuff Still. in trailers and never makes it to the movie. We had that in uh, Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming also. We had that scene of Spider-Man and Iron Man traveling side by side to the city. That was made just for the trailer. Yeah. I Whoa. hate that stuff. That, it just it bugs me. In defense of it, even though I'm against it, there was, you remember the first Spider-Man movie, the first trailer they had? I'm talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. You remember what happened with that first trailer? They well, the very it? first trailer got pulled because it was a bank heist that ended up with a helicopter strung between the Twin Towers. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's very understandable. That's all I mentioned. Yeah, I remember yeah, seeing that trailer, too. It, I was like, if oh, I remember correctly, amazing. Yeah, if I remember correctly, that first trailer came out in... Was it in August of 2001? Something like I that, I think. Uh, yeah, it was like the end of August. Because I think it was... Was that trailer on the first Blade film? I don't know. I, actually, I think I saw it on one of my favorite shows when I was, when I was younger. I think like a teenager. It was on uh, E! The channel E! And it was just a half a half hour episode of movie trailers that are coming up. That was right. one of my favorite shows on Saturdays. Like... I yeah. think it was like around noon, one-ish, maybe like in a little bit earlier, maybe 11-ish, I'm not sure. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I always love watching that. I was like, yeah, I love watching and this then there movie. Was, oh, it's a rerun. There was I another thing. Uh, when I first got HD television on cable, there was a channel called HDNet that every Saturday morning ran movie trailers for like an hour. It was an hour of movie trailers in HD because this was back in the day where if you wanted to have like a 1080p trailer, you couldn't really get it on YouTube. YouTube didn't have the highest quality stuff at that point in time. So I, no joke, would record that show every Saturday so I could fast forward and watch the trailers in HD to movies I wanted to see. It was awesome. Uh, question for clarification on that. Was these trailers for movies coming out in theaters or these trailers for movies they had in pay-per-view? Both. Okay. It was a combination of both. And generally, as you got towards the end of it, that's when you would get like the big new theater releases and stuff like that you get trailers for. It was also was just... some trailers for things that were just coming to home release also, if I recall correctly. But it was pretty cool. It was like an hour of movie trailers. Yeah, nice. but people just got to treat Aloy all weird for some reason. They they even noticed that, that, that she had hairs on her face, like little you know small hairs that you know women have. And it's just like, they're just cutting, like, just like... Oh, oh, she looks like a. Oh, it looks like she would. They made her like a man before. Oh, well, look at another train. No, it's not that. What are you talking about? 
Women have hair. Everyone has hair. What is wrong with people? Why? I don't know. That's why Some I love. I will. Uh, yeah. This is just one big. Um, this is just one big advertisement for the subreddit Bad Women's Anatomy because that's always hilarious. <laughs> it's subreddit. <laughs> it's very good. Like that uh, sounds very creepy, Willie. It sounds very creepy. What is? What does? The name of that subreddit. Yeah, Bad Women's Anatomy because people are fucking stupid. Yeah, there's some stupid stuff that comes stupid. out of that. And you're like, oh my god, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> In fact, you know what? The people watching live, I even have a story for the after show. I can't, I can't share here because it's, it's, it's a story I don't want coming out of my mouth. We're on the public. Oh. That's going to be staged. after show tease. I hate oh, it. Right. Yep, tease after show tease. So gives you a little show. tease for to watch the show live. You get the before and the after. You're welcome, Chris. Thanks, Willie. I appreciate it. That seems non-genuine, but I'll take it. Everything I say and do is genuine on the internet. Mm -hmm. Looks like you want to shove that thumb up my ass, and I don't appreciate that. Of course he does. Of course. That's gross. Oh, now is is that it disappeared up my ass? (laughs) That's it it disappearing so it can't get put up your butt. (laughs) I didn't want it up there anyway. You're the one that was floating this idea out there. I mean, I'm not you're kink shaming. Floating under my butthole. I'm not kink shaming. If that's what you want to do, do you. There. What are you talking about? It's below me. You do you, you Willie. You do you. Chris shoving Ooh. things up his butt. <laughs> this is a fucked up Brady Bunch. Is what uh, I gotta this say. Is Inter- intellectual conversation. That's intellectual conversation. My... That's what we're here for. That's one of my favorite lines from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Was it some kind of fucked up Brady Bunch? I do love that movie. Uh, so good. I remember I said a quote from one time, and uh, dude was like, "What's that?" And I was like, "What's that from?" I know you know it. And he's like, "I don't know." And I was like, "The the sign on the back of the car said critters of fucking Hollywood." <laughs> it's pretty crazy. The sign. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta love when Silent Bob talks. Yes, it Gen- is always awesome. Generally it's has been some too kind long of importance. That, I've seen that movie. It does James this shit all the time. It's all right of a movie. It's all right to watch. It's just, I mean, I mean, it's not on the same level as James Hunt Bob because that just hit at a. It was the time that it hit, you know. And I did the mistake of watching that one first. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Jan Silent Bob Reboot is one I can watch it once and I'm probably good. Jan Silent Bob Strike Back, I've watched a few times and I enjoy it. Oh, what a movie. lovely tea party. Willie, do you want to go on a tea party? Yo, this fucker is a sheep fucker. A <laughs> <laughs> sheep fucker. I like how there was a deleted scene where after Sean William Scott gets up, he's like, and he looks over, and they I actually had sheep. a digital sheep that, that no. Kevin Smith talked about. I was like, yeah, we actually <laughs> we had to CGI a sheep into this. Just digitally cut it out and put it there. And he goes like, well, don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I. So do. he turned out he was a literal sheep he fucker. Was. He's a sheep fucker. I mean, but they did cut that out. I also know <laughs> that Willie's a big fan of the Coalition for the Liberation of Internet Itinerant Tree Itinerant Tree Dwellers. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm the leader. I'm the. I'm is the he a click commander? commander. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite. <laughs> Liberation of itinerant tree dwellers. Yeah, it's still one of my that? one of my favorite Jay rants. He's like, "Oh yeah, 
Well, I mean, he was coerced into giving yes. that rant. <laughs> I know, but it's still hilarious. <laughs> oh, you little fucker. Yeah, that was one of the best ones Jay ever did. And uh, I also liked when Kevin Smith had to talk about, yeah, they had to also cut some other stuff out, like uh, when the girl squad, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the thieves were like uh, doing their things. And one of them said, that, you're so gay. They had to cut that out. Yeah. Because they didn't get the joke like they really are gay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they, they just, yeah, so I think the, uh, I forget what um, what select group of people got angry at him for it. But it was like, that's hilarious. And he's like, yeah, that's the joke is they are gay. Like, <laughs> But it was 2001. It's a whole new era, man. It's true. true. It's true. Let's move and on. Again, oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, he is the guy that had the, the platypus warning in front of Dogma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the platypus. Just look at it. Mm-hmm. Let's and move. You gotta love any man that protests his own films. That was hilarious, actually. <laughs> and in today's world, it would have gone viral so fast. Oh, yeah. It would have. So fast. All right, so let's the move The fact on. that the reporter didn't know who he was was the best. We'll move on to the next story here. Uh, I'll take this one. Let's talk a little bit about E3. A little teaser before we get into E3 itself. Easy. Are you ready? For, are you ready for a little tease? Uh, you already teased my butthole, so continue on. Oh, gross. So well, you put the thumb up there. Warner Brothers Games. We do know they had a couple big games people have been excited about, such as uh, Hogwarts Legacy and also the new Batman game, which the name is now escaping me all of a sudden. Uh, Gotham Knights, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that was it. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. For some reason, I was thinking Arkham Knights, which didn't make sense. So, Gotham Knights and uh, Hogwarts Legacy, both games that had a lot of excitement for them. Yeah, well, it looks like they're not going to be showing them off at all at E3. Then. I mean, because they did just delay Gotham Knights and say it was going to take them a little bit while longer, and they have other issues in regards to Hogwarts Legacy right now but the exact thing that was brought up and it was brought up in one of the subreddits i frequent was a tweet thread and it was back for blood is listed separately from warner brothers when it comes to the e3 presentations and the summer games fest replied and said the warner brothers game presentation is back for blood there is not a separate event so all we're getting out of warner brothers games is back for blood which i don't know what that game is maybe that's good maybe that's bad maybe it'll get me excited in it but i'm kind of and it's four with the number yeah. four, not spelled out F O R. It's very yeah, old. Multiplayer, like the four horsemen. You're first the Arn Anderson, I mean, Willie. Look at looking at the first Aww. images. It looks I thought a little, was a player, uh, but it looks a little like Doomish. I don't know. I was kind of hoping to get more out of it, but it looks Wait, like it's going to be the name of that game. Back for blood. Back with a yeah, four. yeah, yeah. You don't know what that is? No. It's the like the spiritual successor to uh, Left for Dead. Left for Dead. All right. I that's do the, like Left 4 Dead. Mm, could be. Isn't that? I think that's that one. I can't. I, I'm pretty sure that's that. What's the like? Uh, like in one of the images, it does look. It. In one of the images, it does look like Bill is one of the the shooters. So on their website, it says Back for Blood is a thrilling cooperative first-person shooter from the creators of the acclaimed Left for Dead franchise. So Willie okay. is correct. So I am more excited now about that Willie's because right? playing Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 are both very fun games and still have a fairly decent community online on Left 4 Dead 2 when you play on Steam. And, and Bachman, this is a spiritual successor. It's not an yeah. actual direct successor. It not is a direct 
sequel. It is slated to release October 8th for PS4, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series console. So it's a zombie shooter. I'm okay right. with this. Shooting zombies is fun? Yeah, I like zombies. I mean, that's why Last of Us Part 2 won Game of the Year, I guess. That's true. I mean, it's no Ghost of Shushima. But it's I know game. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Still, I'm still on chapter two. Uh, going forward, yeah, I put like another eight hours into it last week, and I'm still wait, in the second part of the storyline. Act two or chapters? or act act two, yeah. Act okay, two. okay, you're on the second part of the island. Yeah, I'm still in the middle of the game. There's oh, so dude, much in that game. I platinum that so last awesome. year. Let's go. <laughs> uh, moving forward with another tease of E3 news. There was uh, some tweets that came out from Jez Corden, who is a Windows Central reporter, that seemed to indicate there's a pretty decent chance that Microsoft's going to announce some more studio acquisitions as part of E3. Didn't this go into any specifics. Anything. There's really no guess as to what it is. However, the rumor that it would be IO Interactive has been shot down by IO Interactive itself when they officially rejected the rumors and stated they'd remain independent. According to Corden, the IPs are not big AAA franchises, so we probably should think about studios or even publishers with low-budget projects. At one point in the past, there were rumors around the acquisition of the Farm 51 studio. The team is now developing a game called Chernobylite. So it's possible as part of the E3 events that Microsoft's going to announce they've gobbled up a few more studios to add to the giant group of, what, 18 devs that makes yeah. up Microsoft Studios now? This is getting to be troublesome because acquisitions means less competition and less competition yep. means the consumers pay for it. Yeah. Yep. Less competition is bad for the market. Yeah. We'll see what comes of it. I'm not I mean, super concerned yet, but Bethesda really didn't affect me because I don't, I don't really go out and play Bethesda that games. That being but... said, there are people who love those games who don't own oh, an yeah. Xbox and now are like, mm -hmm. Oh my God, what the hell do I do? Buy a PC. Well, you buy a PC yeah. or you buy yeah. an Xbox, yeah. And people that were really yeah. excited about Starlight are also getting kind of bummed out because it looks like that Microsoft's going to make that PC Xbox only instead of being cross consoles. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I just meant that being the personal thing that just bothered me. Not like, right. Oh, it shouldn't affect anybody. No, it wasn't. Saying right, anything. but it clear. let's let's spin it a different way. Let's say that uh, Microsoft decides to buy Bioware and is only going to put the new Mass Effect game out on Xbox. There's a lot of people who would be pissed, or the new Dragon Age or something like that. I know that's not going to happen. They're owned by EA, but same kind of example. It's all going to hit differently yeah. depending on what your game tastes are. And Willie, since you don't care about Bethesda games, I understand your point to be like, doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Willie, they're going to buy behavior and put Dead by Daylight on Xbox only. Oh, well, I guess I'm not playing it ever again. Oh, well. <laughs> See, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, Willie, you don't seem too broken up about that. Yes, they're lost. Uh, go Once continuing again, on the E3 thread, just real quick, it appears that the Microsoft and Bethesda E3 showcase, where we might find out where this occurs, starts on June 12th. So as we record that, that's seven days away. Six days away, oh, okay. excuse me. Yep, and today is 6-6. Six, six. Today is 6-6-21. Six, six, don't know why, but I like it. Execute right. order 66. Oh. Well, do you want to execute order 66? Wait, with the porn parody of Star Wars, it could execute order 69. Think about it. You just That's reached perfect. for the low-hanging fruit. It, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's right there and it's already ripe. Why not grab it? Plucked it. He just, he just plucked it. And I 
squeeze the, the juice you're all reaching, over you're my You're reaching way too high, Chris. Just drips Low down. hanging it fruit is literally down. below head level. Just plucked it. Oh, I didn't pluck it. I yanked that shit. <laughs> Plucking's too gentle for you. That's right. Willie ain't plucking you. Willie ain't plucking you. It's so gross. <laughs> Why? I didn't it's start this Sunday train. morning. You got nothing better to do. So before we move off the E3 topic, I do have to ask, is there anyone else that's kind of sitting here going, I don't really know what's coming and I'm not exactly super excited for E3 this year, or is it just me? Yeah, I mean, like, there's no, like, game that's in the works. There's no cyberpunk in the works. There's no, like, crazy big thing that I'm waiting to see a reveal on. I mean, honestly, Gotham Knights is the only thing that's in the works that I kind of want to play, and it's just because the first game that you can basically play through is Nightwing. And it's like, I only so, want to play just to play as Nightwing. I don't want to play the other characters. So is Gotham Knights like the spinoff, just like Baywatch Hawaiian Knights was a spinoff where they went exactly. and did X-Files type shit? Exactly. It's a Batman game without Batman. You know, like Arrow was a Batman show without Batman. I guess I'm kind of curious to see what happens in the Nintendo Direct they do around E3, but they're not actually doing it as part of the E3 events because I think it is, uh, was it say, June 15th is a 40-minute Nintendo Direct which could be interesting. And we may get stuff on the rumored Nintendo Switch Pro that everyone keeps talking about. I have no yeah. intention to upgrade because mm. I, while I play my Switch still, I've never really had anything that I feel like is pushing it to its limits. So why do I need a Pro version? Is yeah. anyone really surprised they're doing this? I mean, look at the 3DS. How many times did they reiterate on top well, of it? Let's also be honest. The Switch is, what, no. three years old? Four years old at this point in time? It's about ready for a refresh of some kind. But didn't they get the refresh when they did the Switch Lite already? Sort of, I guess, but not... I mean, this that wasn't really a hardware refresh. It was a casing refresh, because it's the same guts inside. Uh, okay. Still all, except just you can't connect to a TV at all. Yeah, you have so no why, options. Why do we call it a Switch? Uh, it confuses me. So all the, all the Switch Lite is just a large Game Boy, then? Effectively. Yeah. Hmm. Why? I did not know why that. Did, so why they even is there like some internal components that they just took out where you just can't drop it into the dock? It won't I, fit in the dock, and if you have one of those docks that you can just plug a cable into and make it work that way, they took the components out that do TV out over USB C. So it will not it do a signal fit. out. I'm sorry, what? What do you mean it won't fit? It won't fit in the switch dock. How? What's stopping it? The the front and back end of the switch dock. It's what is it's Batter? not going to fit in there properly. It's not designed to slide in there. But it's was it, I thought it was the same shape and size as no, a regular no, switch. No, that's why different it's form the light. factor. It's smaller. Yeah. Well, it's not like the front and the back of the dock are holding the switch in place. It's just sitting atop the little pedestal on the, that's holding the little USB. Well, Willie, See, so, why don't somebody you get buy one and Willie try. a switch? Somebody buy Willie a switch and a switch light so that he can try to see why the dock doesn't work. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. He's, go. he's already got a switch. He just needs a switch. Chris, switch. shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, if you've watched the show, you know this already. Chris, you're not helping. Willie. <laughs> I'm greedy. Well, Did Chris ever say he was going to help? And it's not like this is ever going to happen. Like, I don't care. I mean, it might. Stranger things I'm, have happened. To be honest, I wouldn't care about a switch light. Because, I mean... I like options. Options are always nice. Do you play your Switch much right now? Listen, you don't have to attack me no, like no, this. I don't I need this. I wasn't trying to attack. I was curious. 
I know. That's, I mean, the last thing I have played is that last time I mentioned um, that that game Billion Road, uh, mm-hmm. mentioned on the podcast a while back, and uh, actually just talked with a buddy yesterday. We do want to set up like a all game day because we can make that game last an all day thing. It'll be fun. So we get we just need two more people. I think we know our two more people who like board games. And this is just like Mario Party kind of mm-hmm. setup. So I was looking at the E3 schedule real quick. I'd forgotten that Sony's doing their own thing again this year. So there's no Sony specific stuff as part of E3. Well, listen, since last year was last year, I forgot all how shit even works anymore. So I just don't even, I don't even know what to really expect That's fair going too. forward. Just looking yeah. real quick at the calendar before we transition off. Thursday, June 10th is the Summer Games Fest kickoff event. Then on June 12th, the Gorilla Collective is doing their first showcase at 1 p.m. Eastern time is the pre-show 3 p.m. Eastern time is the Ubisoft event. And then there is a gearbox press conference and devolver digital event that same evening with no times assigned yet. All right. Sunday, June 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern is the Xbox Bethesda showcase. 315 is the square Enix presents. And then time to be determined is special presentations from the PC gaming show and the future games show. They say that Warner brothers games and back for blood will be featured on Sunday, uh, Monday, June 14th. The only thing that's been announced so far is the pre-show starts at 11 AM. They have announced that day will be press conferences from several indie developers and presentations from take two interactive mythical games, freedom games, razor and Capcom Verizon and Intellivision will also be featured. What the hell's Verizon. Oh, making games for their phones, maybe? I don't know. Uh, The last day of E3, June 15th at 11 a.m. is the E3 pre-show starting. At noon is Nintendo's Nintendo Direct, which is 40 minutes of information about upcoming games. And they said there is a Treehouse Live event afterwards with three hours of demos of gameplay. So that could be cool, depending on what games they're showing off, to see how the gameplay works on them. Especially if they show off the new Zelda, which I don't think they're going to, but that'd be cool. Other events that day are, quote, focused events from Bandai Namco, Eureka Games, and GameSpot. It then closes out with the E3 2021 awards show. And if you want to watch any of this, E3 is airing its broadcasts on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So stream to your heart's content on whatever platform you desire. Willie, are you going to stream any of E3? No. Bachman, are you going to stream any of E3? Probably not. Uh, I might. I'd rather just play video games and wait for reading the announcement on articles. I mean, <laughs> Sunday, June thirteenth at one p.m. Pretty much once we wrap this show, I can go and watch the Xbox showcase next weekend. So I might do that. True. I'm just saying I could I could go play a video game and then check Twitter after half True. an hour and I'll know what's important. <laughs> I figured Willie would want to watch the Square Enix presents event so we could see what they're going to fuck up next with the Avengers game. Ah, maybe they'll you... finally get spider-man out <laughs> no doubt it sorry it's spider-man too... would already have been out by now i know from the way they were talking like right before release i shouldn't dunk like, on I that thought game. It was in it's too easy february i thought it was gonna be out oh side like, note and this has completely nothing to do with e3 but i talked about spider-man did you guys see that the avengers campus is now open at disney in california Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. watching all of the Ordinary Adventures videos. Yeah, I just Wait. finished them this morning. We I've seen all the things I have to buy. It's, oh, there's all, 
I'm gonna buy basically everything in that web store, and it's right? gonna it's gonna cost me like way too much. We talking land, or are we talking world? Is it land? So it is, is it in land? California only oh. so far. Oh, well, I have a land where you can have a whole world of magic. Well, they don't tend Although to build them all out at the same time. I mean, even Universal is the same way. Like, Harry Potter World was only in Hollywood first before it came to Orlando. Well, they do, they do the one, and then they get feedback from it, and then they build the second one in the area where they have more space to figure out, you know, figure out what they want to do. But yeah, yeah the, the Avengers Campus looks awesome. Like, some the, the Web Slinger ride... The the Pym Particle Test Kitchen. Doctor Strange's and, magic show. Yeah. The the fact that they actually got a guy who can do like sleight of hand to play Doctor Strange so he actually does magic tricks. Like there's some there's some cool shit they got going on there. Especially when you consider the fact they don't actually have a lot of space for where the Avengers campus is. Yeah, because it's kind of small in the area for uh, that it's at in Disneyland. Yeah, and if you guys get yeah, a chance, it looks fantastic. If you get a chance, you can go watch some of the coverage of the opening. Like they even had a bunch of the actors there. Anthony Mackie gave Captain America his shield because it is both Captain Americas that are there on the Avengers campus. It is both the Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson caps that are in costume nice. there, which is really cool. So Anthony Mackie was there to give the shield to Captain America. Yeah. And, it, and it's weird because it's the Avengers campus is not the MCU, but it kind of sort of references the MCU. It's a different Earth is how they described it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very strange because like you do have a Tom Holland Spider-Man, but like you don't have like the Incredible Hulk coaster that you have at Universal because, yeah. well, there's still rights about theme parks that Disney lawyers haven't untangled yet. So, yeah, it's 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 funny to see like what is there because it's not. It's not exactly the MCU that most of the general public is aware of, but it's close. It's one of those where if you <laughs> tilt your head and squint, you're like, oh, it's the MCU. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just tilt your head. Or I just, I just take my glasses off. It's like, oh, it's yeah. the MCU. Because like right, the Sam Wilson it. Captain America, it's the exact same costume we saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And Black nice. Widow's costume is like pretty much straight out of the first Avengers movie. And the Iron Man armor they called the Mark 80 is basically what Iron Man wore in Endgame. So it's all very close. And Doctor Strange's costume is exactly what we saw in the movie. It, it looks really cool. If you guys get a chance to watch it. There's With a or without yellow gloves? This Strange had no yellow gloves that I recall. It was so good. It was so good in yellow gloves. What movie was that at the end of? Thor Ragnarok. It was at the end of Thor Ragnarok? Okay, yeah. yeah. It was so good. Wait, the maybe it wasn't. Gloves. No, it wasn't, well, it wasn't but I think Taika filmed it. Because that's that happened in Ragnarok yeah. and they reshot it. it didn't but have I think it was Taika Waititi filmed it. That stinger is why I was thinking it was Thor Ragnarok. I don't know. Also. What? It was at the end of Doctor Strange, wasn't it? Maybe that was it. It was at the end of Doctor Strange. Oh, side note, Thor Love and Thunder has wrapped on filming too. So they're in post-production now. Uh, Hulk Hogan's already given us thumbs up for how Chris Hemsworth looks. Yeah, but Hulk Why Hogan's a racist old know. orange man, so he's I don't got, really care. Yeah, but I'll orange pythons. Yeah, but I watch anything Chris Hemsworth's in. That's true. Yeah, I do enjoy Hemsworth. Hemsworth is fantastic. He's as funny as he is talented. Yeah. Like that, it's unfair how funny and talented and everything that guy is. I mean, he <laughs> was kind of the low part in the Ghostbusters movie. Not gonna lie. Are but you kidding? He was fault. hilarious. It's his character. It's his. I think it was written a little too stupid for my taste. Like it's just, this is just ridiculously stupid. Like yeah, not even comically the, stupid. It's past comical. 
But that, that was, was the just whole point was that he was just eye candy for the girls, and that was what made it funny. Yeah, but then he put the phone in the fish tank. I can't even remember for what reason. Like, okay. I mean, I get the whole eye candy part. That part was pretty all right. Yeah, it was all right. I can get behind that. But the other stupid things he did, I just don't understand. Like, oh, okay. I thought it was funny. I thought he was damn funny in that movie. I got a good laugh at him. I just thought he was tuned a little too stupid. That That's all. I'm not saying too bad about it. That's fair. Yeah, I defend it. That's fair. Well, let's wrap up the news of the week by tossing things over to one Mr. Anthony Bachman. What you got for us, sir? All right. We got two little ones. One, one good, one bad. We'll start with the bad first. Uh, you know him from six seasons of Vegas. You know him from the first, what, four Transformers movies. And now you know him from the one and only season of Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, Netflix has canceled their first Mark Miller show after one season, which ended on a cliffhanger. Uh, for you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't watched it, too fucking bad. Because, well, if you had watched it, maybe they hadn't canceled it. But the weird <laughs> thing is, aren't they doing a spinoff of it? Well, yeah, the, the Super <laughs> Crooks one technically exists in the same universe, but it's a different comic book. So it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with those characters. It's just like within the same universe. Kind of the way like the Ant-Man films take place in the MCU, but like you don't have to reference the Avengers or anything in the Ant-Man movie. It just happens to take place in the same world. Later on, those characters meet up and everything, but like the first Ant-Man movie is basically a self-contained film that has nothing to do with the rest of them. That's kind of how super crooks would be. But yeah, uh, Josh Dumel, uh, his response is kind of funny because he actually posted a shirtless photo of himself on Instagram as, as they put it in the Hollywood Reporter article as hulking utopian superhero Sheldon Sampson and quipped, when you get dumped by at Netflix and have to put yourself back out there, hashtag sexy Santa summer, what's up at Hulu? And it's literally Josh Dubell, like in the wig and the beard, but like just ripped, like, you know, because he got jacked for this role. And yeah, it's like acting like, and you know, the, the joke being like that Hulu could even pick it up. Netflix paid somewhere between 30 to 50 million for all of the rights to Mark Miller's shows. So. I don't even think another network could pick them up because Netflix has exclusive rights to everything Mark Miller besides Kick-Ass and The Golden Circle. And but, I mean, Wanted, apparently. Oh, yeah, and Wanted because it was already a movie. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, maybe once something's canceled, the rights go up in the air. Who knows? But, yeah, like, it's something to where I don't even know if it would be possible for it to go to another uh, to go to another streaming service. Um, if it does, I, I would actually like to see it come back. Like, it was not my favorite superhero show I've ever seen, but it was enjoyable. I watched it. I liked it. It was cool. They had some good concepts, some nice special effects. I thought the suits were actually a little janky, but it kind of had, like, the tone of, like, the 1940s thing down when, or, or the 1920s thing that they did at the start of it where, you know, there's, uh, like, all the flashback stuff is, like, taking place during the, the Depression era and after the stock market fall like they did some really cool stuff with that show so i mean it's it's kind of sad to see it go after only just one season where it's like hey we dropped millions of dollars to get all the mark miller catalog of comics and we're gonna build all these other shows based on it where yeah because from this other article they got the list see what is it they've got because yeah he has so many properties that they bought that he'd already turned into comics because they got superior they got super crooks uh kindergarten heroes chrononauts like all sorts of stuff starlight like i mean there's so many other stories that miller did and i mean netflix apparently owns everything that isn't owned by somebody else 
and the very first show they put out, they cancel after one season. I think it's just, I don't know, it's kind of sad. Did either of you guys watch Jupiter's Legacy? No, I haven't. I seen watched it. a couple episodes and I had a question. Uh, he, he, I saw the picture of him getting ripped, uh, him ripped is all mm-hmm. hell. Is there ever a scene where he's shirtless? I mean, there's a couple, I think there was a couple where he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where okay, he shows okay. up. I was just kind of yeah, worried. Yeah. I was kind of wondering that when I saw the picture, like, what I've seen of the episodes, like, I don't remember ever seeing them. Like, the only seen, like, I can't remember, two or three episodes, maybe. And this is just part of the Millarverse that, that Netflix had bought into pretty yeah. much. Because, yeah, yeah, usually so he is wearing, news. like, the full, usually he is wearing the full superhero utopian sh- suit. But, yeah, like, he did get ripped for this role. Like, he got in really good shape. Yeah, so, sadly, the, the very first Mark Miller show coming out of the Netflix catalog that they spent millions of dollars on has been canceled after only one season. So, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, a Super Crooks, which is a really cool comic where it's basically a bunch of supervillains get together to rob another supervillain. And it was a really, really good book, really interesting story. It'll be weird to see what they do with that one now to see how it plays out with, like, is everything Mark Miller now going to just get one shot? And if it's not the most popular thing on Netflix, does it get canceled? Like, is that what he has to? Was is that what he's going to be looking forward to? Is he's going to executive produce a show or a movie based on all of his comics? They're each going to get either a movie or a series and then be canceled. And then Netflix is like, okay, we're done with you. Like that would be really weird. You wish I got a payday well, for that. I mean, true. I mean, yeah, it's still he got paid, so it's not like it. I mean, it's not going to hurt his budget. Yeah. Or you know, but still, like it would kind of suck if everything that he they made just gets canceled after like a one and done, and then he can't make anything else with them. Like I was like, cause I mean, I'm still sad that wanted got made in the era where some dumbass executive convinced them that, Oh, super superhero movies. That's a bubble. That's going to pop. We can't make these super villains. We got to make them assassins instead. Wanted yeah. is one of the greatest comic books ever. And if they just did the comic book as a movie, it would have been fucking amazing. And instead Although- what we got was some bullet bending bullshit. I think the movie was all right. The, the The original story was all was a lot more interesting, but I remember one. It was still a pretty good movie. Yeah, one. It was okay, but it was so it was different enough to where they should have just changed the name and called the movie Assassins, and just left the wanted title alone. Because yeah, I want to see Wesley Gibson, the the superhero or the supervillain M&M. known as the Killer. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be Eminem, but literally a guy <laughs> whose superpower is to kill anything. And like him going with his supervillain buddies into other dimensions to attack the heroes there just for fun because they're bored. Like the, the 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 concepts that they had in that comic were so cool and unique. And then the the movie that we got was so lackluster and so disappointing by comparison that like it was just such a letdown. Even though the movie itself is a not a bad movie, it just should have been called Assassins. It shouldn't have been called Wanted. But yeah, so that was the bad news for the week. The good news for the week, though, is for those reading The Immortal Hulk, they were sad to hear that Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk is coming to an end at the end uh, near the end of this year because the the nightmare fest that has been The Immortal Hulk, people have been loving it. I actually just got caught up on the first three trades myself, and it is an, an intense reworking of the Hulk mythos. The artwork is crazy. It's basically a straight-up horror story with the Hulk instead of a a superhero action comic. Like it is just fucking some creepy, frightening shit. Really good. Lots of psychological horror, lots of body horror elements in it. Really good book. 
But people were kind of sad to hear that it was coming to an end. And I think a lot of them weren't quite as sad when they heard the announcement that the Hulk will again launch again with a new number one in November with the writing done by Donny Cates, who just did a couple of Venom books that most people seem to be really happy about with the King in Black, long run on Venom, a bunch of other books. Just Donny Cates is like one of the hot commodities right now. And probably my meh, probably my favorite artist working today after a 15-year run on Invincible and on again, off again, like three-year run on Amazing Spider-Man, Ryan Otley is taking over the art duties on the new Hulk book. And his Hulk looks fantastic. Nice. If you've never seen it, like Hulk is one of the ones that he's done uh, commission sketches and con sketches a lot of. And a couple of the ones that he's done, it's like literally Hulk holding like Superman's head in one hand. And he wrote like Hulk is Hulk was here in blood with the body, like with the stump of the neck. And then he's just standing there like holding the body parts, like in some of the convention sketches that Otley's done. Like he just draws a viciously powerful looking Hulk. And like they already have the cover out for the first image. And it's basically Banner standing on a building looking out over New York. And it looks like, you know, a, a, a mech size Godzilla sized Hulk landing on Manhattan and crushing it all as it explodes. And it's just a really cool looking image. And then they have just a page of artwork that's been released of Hulk basically pounding on a wall. And, like, you got gamma blood coming off of it like it's an issue of Invincible. Just blood splash everywhere. It's, it's going to be so much fun. Ryan Otley on the Hulk is just going to be really, really fun to read. It's going to be like, I think it's going to be like the old Dale Keown days. Where as much as people love the Peter David storyline, they just wanted to see the weird, crazy ways that Dale Keown would draw the Hulk and just make him look... Just getting that that massive appearance where it looks solid and like you can just feel the size of the character when you look at the pages. Because when it's done right, it's awesome. And in Hulk comics, especially when it's done wrong, it feels really weird. And I mean, this I mean, Ryan Otley, we've seen you know what he can do with fights and with you know big strong characters in Invincible. And you know he did the you know the more uh, acrobatic stuff the more invincible size character in Spider-Man, but it's going to be fun to see he, what he does with the, the big green Goliath himself for a run on uh, Hulk. So yeah, I've already added it to my pull list. I'm very much looking forward to it uh, in November. And I guess there's going to be a glimpse of it in the free comic book day uh, in August 14th. They're going to be doing an Avenger slash Hulk 2021 number one on free comic book day coming up. So that'll give people a glimpse of what's going to be in it. And then I, yeah, I believe it's November. The new Hulk number one drops fair earlier with the uh, Hulk holding Superman's head. The only thing that has killed Superman, you know, killed was, uh, that, that was just great Hulk. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Doomsday is great Hulk with bone shards. That, I mean, that's just all it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. He faced Mr. Fix it and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a draw. Technically. They um, both lived afterwards. Yeah, because everything that kills Doomsday, literally, it's in his DNA. It makes him stronger. So, and then yeah, Superman had the Kryptonian coma case or whatever the fuck, and the black suit that brought him back. So, no one stays dead in comics. Not Bucky. Uncle oh, man. don't forget that time Superman came back as electricity. That's true. Blue electric and red. Blue and electric red. I can't be in two places at once. Oh, maybe I can. And then they even made a 3D oh. comic with it too, with the blue oh, and red wait. Superman. I'm super. I have that, and it's of awful. Of course, I can't. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I'm terrible. New White Jesus. 
That's a line. That's a fucking line there, boys. <laughs> That's a t-shirt is what that is. I'm new white Jesus. 100% white, 100% American. White Jesus. 100% Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, Willie does live in the South, so it makes sense. That's true. They are all about the white Jesus down there. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is white. Duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, look where he was born. The Middle East. White people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that was my news of the week. <laughs> like Starbucks land. Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks Jesus. <laughs> well, hopefully next week we'll start getting some actual E3 news we can discuss. And then the week after that. After E3 concludes, I'm sure we'll have some news coming out of there. It's just For been sure. super quiet right now. And yeah. I, mean, I guess the important thing news-wise to keep in mind before all that is Loki starts on Wednesday, I think it is. So we've almost got That's Loki. When it starts? Wednesday or wait. Thursday, I can't remember. I knew it was coming up. I can't wait till the first time I hear in Loki. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, over-under. How many times? Over-under, four and a half. Three. Three. So you're taking you're taking the under is how many times Three. Owen Wilson Three. says wow in Loki. Three. I was, I was gonna say one per episode. The entire show. I've got Three. one the entire Three. run because everyone's gonna be waiting for him to do it. So they'll do it once and that'll be it. Just as the wink and nod kind of thing. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know how Owen Wilson I don't know if he's in on the joke or not. I don't know. Owen Wilson's in on the joke. Come on. Oh yeah, he, is. he has does, been for a while. Does he care about the joke? Like, it's a, I don't know. He's starting to film Wedding Crashers two right now, which I'm mildly intrigued. That's about. a thing. Yeah, everyone's coming oh, back that for your it. news. It's big news. I just thought of it as we said Owen Wilson. I'll be honest. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Chris. Wow. Wedding Crashers two. Wow. Yeah, you know, mimic the uh, the brokenness. Wow. Wow. Right. Wow. wow. Now you just force it too much. You gotta let it flow like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we had this diversion there. That was exciting. Let's uh, let's like wrap things up with a little segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date the kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into so that you may want to go check them out yourselves. I'll kick things off because I don't really have a ton of stuff. Uh, I've had some adventures in adulting. I had some quotes that were given for some repairs i need done to my home i'm still in the process of getting quotes but yeah i've, I've got to get my roof repaired so i'm pretty sure that's not going to be fun Ooh, yeah got, that's that's not fun i got a couple minor water leaks where i looked up at the ceiling i'm like that discoloration is probably not good and we've had some storms and stuff so my hope is it's just a matter of they've got to fix some flashing up there and then potentially adjust some shingles that may have gotten lifted so hopefully that's all it is. I'm not really wanting to buy a whole new roof right now, but I guess the trade-off is my house isn't that big if I have to do a whole new roof. Oh, mm. new roof. Oh, thank you for that <laughs> one, Willie. Really. So uh, stay tuned. I've got quotes. i got to get done on that. I'll probably talk about it and complain about it on this show a little bit. I watched the first episode of the new season of Lucifer. I just got distracted and didn't watch any more yet. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Dennis Haysbert as God is pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah. I uh, also watched the first episode of season five, the final season of Kim's Convenience. I, I oh, almost didn't it. start just because I heard it ends on a cliffhanger and there's no more coming. But I just want to see that what they do. Familiar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I am just about what? to do the suicide mission in Mass Effect 2, and I will probably do that this afternoon and start on Mass Effect 3. It's been a lot of fun, though, doing like every bit of the DLC from before, and I realized that one of the DLCs I'd never actually played on Mass Effect 2 when I started playing in the Legendary Edition. I went, huh, interesting. Which one was it? Project Overlord. About the autistic kid that gets plugged into a computer to talk to Geth. I don't remember that. I guess I didn't yeah. play it. It was paid DLC back in the day. Yeah. Let's see. What was the... Oh, I also realized that I'm 36 years old. And while I don't mind helping people move anymore, I'm 36 <laughs> years old. So having to move a bunch of crap up and down flights of stairs... I don't recover near as quick as I used to. And I'm like, where's all the young people to do this shit nowadays? <laughs> I'm not the young person anymore. Chris, yeah. I got tired of that a long time ago. Try being a big guy. Yeah. And having a truck. Yeah. There you go. People yeah. expect you to do it every time. Well, as someone who's 43 and now moves boxes for a living, I'm pretty sure any of my friends that ever move again will expect me to help. But as it stands... We will be paying for movers once we get a house. That's the I way ain't to moving do it. shit again. I'll pack yeah. my own shit, but I don't want to have to move it. A yeah. <laughs> couple hundred bucks. It's so worth it to just have somebody else move all the shit for you. Yep. <laughs> because then you don't wake up the next day and be like, oh my God, I'm dying. Yeah. What did I the do? The next to day myself? you actually have the energy to unpack because, yeah, your, your back isn't shot and you don't feel dead. Yeah. I'm past those days in my 20s where I could do stuff like that, then go to the bar to celebrate that my friend moved to his new apartment or house have a few drinks and wings, go home, go to sleep, and wake up the next morning and feel fine. These things don't exactly. happen anymore at 36. You wake up and you're like, oh, man, my shoulder's sore. Oh, man, my back's a little sore. So it's not that I mind doing it. It's more of I've just come to realize I'm old and there's consequences. I should clarify. That's true. You're old. <laughs> That's true. There is consequences. There's consequences. Like getting up now. out of bed has a consequence. Yeah. So uh, that's what I've been getting into. There are rules into. to this. This isn't NOM. Thank you, Walter. Sure. <laughs> that's what I'm getting into. Mr. Willie D. Nelson, why don't you take it next? What do you mean getting into? Uh, still playing that uh, that amazing game, Knockout City, which is just dodgeball. Really like it. The mechanics, once again, really sound. They're there. Been winning a lot of one-on-ones in the, in the ranked thing and getting them going. Although 101 is not really that much fun, but uh, yeah, the main draw is three on three, and that's so much that's so much fun. A couple of the maps they need to, do. but it's a fun game. And every every day for the month of June, they were actually releasing new player icons, kind of like you know the icons are right beside your name uh, for Pride Month. So far, they've had Philly Pride flag, which I don't know why they had to specify Philly. I might be missing something there. Not sure. But uh, is that different than just regular pride flag? I don't know. I was always wondering. They also released the transgender, the lesbian, and I think the bi flag. So that's a thing. Uh, and then they've... Uh, yeah, I've just been rocking it out. It's really fun. Like Knockout City, if you haven't given it a try, the free weekend's already gone, so you suck. <laughs> So yeah, but I, the, the gameplay go. is the yeah mechanics are there. Also, still going through Assassin's Creed Origins. I think I'm like halfway or just past halfway. I think I'm not sure. 
the gameplay for Assassin's Creed Origins, you know, the one that take place in Egypt and was came out a long time ago, and I'm just now getting it because the hundred dollar version was only twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll try it for that. Uh, yeah, gameplay A plus, storytelling a solid D. I'm talking about <laughs> John Holmes solid D. Yeah, it, it, the stories. The, the storytelling is the problem. Like, like I remember when the game first started, it showed a cutscene of your character being all happy, and then it showed the uh, the pharaoh coming by in your city as you're just standing there watching him. Then it cuts, and then it comes back, and now you're all angry, and you're, you're going around and killing people. Like, what happened? And I still don't know what happened after that, because it hasn't told me shit about that. So I'm not sure if that's going to be coming up a little bit later on. They're just going back to it. But I don't know why my character is doing the things he's doing other than like, oh, no, these people are the reason my uh, my son is dead, which seems like his memory of that's a little messed up. So I don't even fully understand why he's doing this. Lovely. It seems weird. I mean, but the gameplay, well worth it to play through. Gameplay, I'm having much fun. That's what's pulling it through the story. Isn't the draw, at least to me, personal. Uh, it could be for someone. I just, just don't get the way they're telling the story. It doesn't make sense. I'm lost. I'm hoping Odyssey, because, I mean, I wouldn't mind playing Odyssey after this, which is the one that takes place in Greece, not the new one, which takes place in the oh, hollow, uh, so Scandinavian it's, area. And I think they invade but England I think there's also England. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've never played it. I haven't really seen much about it. Or, you know, the story is, I don't know fully about it, but I know it takes place up in that area. The European northern area. There it goes. Let's just say that. The land of the Caucasians, maybe? Yeah, where new white Jesus came from. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Western European. We don't mess with those Eastern Europeans. Oh, yeah, they're too dark, right? (laughs) God. Oh, no, I wasn't going there. I just, I just talked about their taste in music. Just Jesus, oh. all electronica all the time. I don't have time for raves all the fucking time. But I will do some little big. Love some little big. Give me little big any day of the week. Little big is a band which I have referred to as pretty much Russian version of Dient Dient word. And you know who Dient were the 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 band that was also in uh, Chappie. Yeah. Ninja and uh, die ant word. Die ant word. I, yeah, I always, I always think I've said it right, but I always yeah. say it wrong, and I feel like I'm changing it up every time. Like, what's well, die ant <laughs> word? Well, no, I think it's the other way. Like, oh, okay. Well, sure, I'll just start saying that, and now it changes again. Like, great. This is a Mandela effect. It really was die ant word, and they're just, I'm just in a new universe, parallel universe. I just got shifted over. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Mandela effect's not a thing. You people just, just. Uh, Occam's razor here. The simplest answer <laughs> is probably the right one. Your memory is bad. All our collective memories are just bad. The simplest answer is that Sinbad was in that movie, and it does I, exist. Did you? Did you? Okay, I asked this question. Do you guys have a memory of Sinbad being in a Ginny movie? Because I don't. I do. <laughs> really? Okay, so you do. I saw- Okay. I swear I saw a trailer for a movie yeah. where he played a genie. Because yeah. I know I saw Kazam, which was Shaquille O'Neal. I even had the novelization of Kazam. Wow. Why? I don't know. I remember <laughs> Sinbad in Houseguest. 
I remember Sinbad in my favorite Sinbad movie, The Cherokee Kid. You mean Necessary Roughness? No, Cherokee Kid. You've never seen Cherokee Kid? I've seen it. It's not as good as Necessary it Roughness. It might be on HBO Max. I think it was a movie made for HBO back in mm. the 90s. But I'm not sure. I just remember being very good. Burt Reynolds is in it. Fuck is good. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, Sinbad's mentor for a little bit. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's a good movie. Cherokee Kid. If you haven't seen this, good fun. Good, solid D fun. <laughs> not D ranking. I'm just doing a callback. Uh, then other than that, uh, yeah, I really don't remember a, uh, don't remember Nelson Mandela supposedly dying in prison. Yeah, sure, the Berenstain Bears. Uh, yeah, sh- sure, that makes sense. Like, uh, but I mean, we were kids. Like, did we really read it right? I mean, we were kids. Uh, what's the other ones? It doesn't matter. They're all fake. It doesn't matter. We're not going through <laughs> different parallel world universes. In the alternate timelines, we're not doing that. It doesn't make sense. Of course not. There's been. Wouldn't a your body know if it's in it all? Like, wouldn't you have that? It seemed like the transition would like. Oh, what was that? Maybe it happens while you're asleep. Can I go to the universe where maybe, my dick switches longer? Maybe that's what happens every time you feel deja vu. Or it's a glitch in the matrix, and we're you're really just jumping parallel dimensions. Maybe that's it. You think about that, kids. Your mind is all an alternate reality. The spoon does not really exist. Cool. Do you want me to continue with that voice? Is that what that is? No. No. Why? Why is every voice I do? You're the naysayers. Always turning me down. That's I hate true. you guys. We are the naysayers. The That's naysayers. Fair. I'll take it. I'll accept that name. Thank you, Willie. I appreciate it. That's that's the worst N-word. Nay. No. Obviously a joke. <laughs> Obviously a oh joke. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so other than upsetting millions of people, what else you been getting into, Willie? No, I think that's as much as I can go. <laughs> that's most of it. That's most of it. Bachman, why don't you wrap things up for us? What you been getting into? Uh let's see here. I've uh, been playing Dead by Daylight, uh rocking the, the little pli- pride flag on my characters, uh when I can play. Uh keep getting just unbelievable lag spikes were literally like I can't play as a killer because I teleport backwards in time. Like I'll go walking forward and take six steps as my character. The screen glitches and I, I'm back four steps to where I was. And so it's impossible to kill people. And then as a survivor, like you're trying to run from a killer and you like run, jump through a window, hit the ground, keep running. And then the screen glitches and you're running into that window frame again and you never jump through it. Like it's, just some of the worst lag I've seen, and like it only happens sometimes. So like it's weird. Sometimes the gameplay is fine. Other times it's god awful and unplayable. Uh, then of course when it is unplayable, I've just been playing Ghost of Tsushima, and yeah, like I said, I'm still working on Act Two, but I've been cleaning up a lot of the storylines, uh, doing some of the more uh, the the legendary stories to unlock the rest of the armor sets and stuff that I hadn't finished yet. So I think I'm up to like six different armor sets. Uh, got the game like 60 some odd percent complete 70 percent somewhere around there so i'm getting closer and closer to getting to the start of act three but yeah there's just there's so many little side quests to do and there's so much fun that like i'm just enjoying going around and doing every single little side quest so i'm not trying to push the main story forward yet just because i actually want to complete everything and the game's a blast and now that i have demon mode 
and I can just click the buttons and it turns into an instant Kurosawa film and everybody dies in one hit. It's just a blast to do that anytime I run into a, a village that's uh, overtaken by the Mongols. Just having a, a hell of a lot of fun with that game. Uh, yeah, we finished uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, we finished the second season of Yellowstone, which is some real solid storytelling. Uh, right until the last episode, there was a line that I thought was just really dumb, but it's it's inconsequential. It was just a little thing. But yeah, the whole season, like Kevin Costner doing TV just kicks ass. Like him as a cowboy running a ranch and like with a family full of psychopaths that are all willing to like kill and maim and murder anybody to protect their ranch. Like it's good. It's good entertaining TV. I think we did. Uh, we finished about half of the new half season of Lucifer, so we left a little bit of that to go because we didn't want to like burn through it all in one night. Um, we watched uh, the new Conjuring film uh, Friday night, or started Friday night, finished it Saturday because uh, it came out on HBO Max. So we got caught up. We just we rewatched because uh, now they have the whole like Conjuring universes on HBO Max. So they have Conjuring, Conjuring Two, um, The Nun, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. Annabelle Afterlife, I think, and uh, La Llorona. So I think it's like all seven films that are all like that universe. Annabelle movies? Yeah, there's three Annabelles now. Yeah, there's three different Annabelle movies. And now there's a third Conjuring. And we watched that, which is, yeah, The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. And that was really good. It was super creepy, had some really good special effects. Uh, It's got the actor that played the dad, uh, the old man on Fringe. And he plays, like, a, a priest that studied cults. Just, yeah, really good movie, really creepy. Like, really fits well into the other Conjuring. It felt a little different than the other two. And, actually, I was going to look it up. I think it might be... I don't know if James Wan actually directed this one, and that's why it felt felt a little different. But, like, it just... There was something about it that just didn't feel the same as the, as the first two Conjuring films. And I'm guessing it's because they switched directors. I'm trying to remember, as I think when we watched the credits, he was a producer. Yeah, because it's directed by Michael Chavez. It wasn't directed by James Wan. So James Wan was part of the story, but Wan didn't actually direct this one. So yeah, it actually does. It does feel a little different. Not necessarily good or bad, just different. And so, I mean, you know, get a different director. You're going to get a different feel for the movie. But yeah, it's still really entertaining. I enjoyed it. It was, you know, it was a fun watch. Nice and spooky. Patrick Wilson's still great playing, you know, Ed. Uh, Ed yeah, Night Owl. Yeah, Night Owl's out there fighting ghosts, man. Punch, punching demons in the face. He's, he's still really good at it. Oh, fuck and then, the real um, people, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there was a Hot Topic did a Memorial Day sale, and some stuff started showing up with this week, so that's awesome. So before you hear the dial tone for death, dial 1-800-MURDER. I got me a nice little classic shirt. I got another one that's a kid on, on a swing set, and he's being pushed by a demon, and it actually says, uh, Chilling with my demons. And then another one where the kid is, uh, there's a kid pushing a wheelbarrow filled with bones, and it says, I love you to death. And so just some real fun shirts. And then uh, they had a really good pop sale that I couldn't pass up because a lot of them were like three or four bucks. Yeah. As, as Willie loves it, I got a bunch of pops. So I got the only rock and roll one that I want or will ever need because if you want rock and roll, you want Lemmy Killmeister. And Hot Topic oh. did the gold version. Nice. So. Yeah, hey, Chris, I got gold. Do you see that movie villain? Yeah. It stopped being movie villains like five <laughs> years ago. And yet you, you won't let go of you it. You didn't even know about Funko Pops five years ago. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Very much so. And then uh, they had a couple of the Gamerverse ones, which were cool. Um, I mean, better than the Avengers game is the Pops from the Avengers game. So 
You got the gamer versus Thor with the glowing eyes and the nice uh, lightning on the hammer and the short, uh, the beard and the short hair looking really cool. You got the gamer versus Kamala Khan looking pretty awesome in her uh, little Miss Marvel outfit, which I like that one. And of course, like as you know, the movie's coming up, like this will be a real popular character again. So like that mean you know that might be one that's actually worth selling. But then the the one I really wanted from the gamer verse, which was a hot topic exclusive. And yeah, it comes in a little protective box because it's one of the exclusive ones. Really cool. It is the winter suit Miles Morales hanging upside down from his webbing. And he's got the little earmuffs on and he's got the the beanie and the scarf that the the artist chick gives you in game because she thinks you look cold after you save her and she gives you your winter outfit in the game. So yeah, I just love this one because it's actually a Funko Pop where he's hanging upside down. That's cool. Like it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Does he actually hang, or does he just sit on his head? He's, he's sitting on his head, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not a bobblehead, because he's actually sitting on his head. And so then I guess, yeah, the, the body would bobble. <laughs> but yeah, so got got those. And then, yeah, um, going around, looking at houses, putting in bids. We got big doings, you know, hope, hoping, uh, fingers crossed, if all goes well, Monday I might we might might have a house. So, oh, nice. You know, doing, doing big stuff. And then, yeah... Uh, the other new toy I got myself, uh, I had a Samsung 7. My Galaxy was like seven years old and got a broken screen at work. And so yesterday we stopped by the Verizon store and I got myself a brand new iPhone 12 oh. and a nice little case. So, yeah, I'm it's learning how to use size. an iPhone. Yeah. A- iPhone. Yeah. I already have an iPod. I already have an iPad. And my girlfriend has an iPhone and all my friends have iPhones. And I'm sick and tired of someone texting me something. And all I get is a little square with an X in it. Because my phone goes, I don't know what that icon is. Because my Samsung Galaxy was ancient by tech terms. So, yeah, I got me a new iPhone. So, I'm loving it so far. My you know, my alarms worked well. Woke me up this morning. Um, yeah, I'm digging it. I'm going to, I'm still, like, putting all the apps on. Because, like, man, when you get rid of an old phone and you don't transfer anything. And you have to put everything on your new phone. And you realize, oh, I don't have Twitter on here. I don't have Instagram on here. I don't have Goodreads on here. I don't have Google Hangouts. I, like I just sit there last night, like okay, download that one, download that one. There are so you, like, we do so much shit on our phones these days. It's ridiculous, and I don't even think I use my phone that often. And yet, still, I was like, oh, I have like 15 apps I need to download like right now. Like what the fuck? But yeah, it's gonna be nice because now I had been taking my phone and my iPod to work, and now I can literally just take my phone, put my work music on it because I have a playlist for when I go to work. And use my wireless headphones and just have just my phone in my pocket, not carry two devices. So that's also why it already has a screen protector and it already has a case. Because, yeah, I had that Samsung for five years and it never a scratch. I dropped it like maybe four times. No real damage to it. And after two months at UPS, it got dropped in the parking lot and cracked the screen and damn near broke the phone in half. So I was like, yeah, UPS is a dangerous place. And I also I'm paying the extra like 15 bucks a month. To where if it gets broken, it gets replaced. Because, yeah, I, I work in a dangerous work environment, and that warehouse is not friendly to phones. So the chances are high that this iPhone 12 is going to get broke at work. But if I can replace it, that's okay. The dark side. The dark side. Yep. I, I have basically all iPhone everything except I don't have an iMac. Like, that's the only thing. I'm still rocking my PC. But they do have those ads for those new iMac. Let's go full dark side, you motherfuckers. <laughs> dark side. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I'm unfeeling to this already. 
That's all I've been up to. Just yeah, waiting for the new DLC to drop for Dead by Daylight. That's all I'm really excited about right now. Really, you got nine days. Nine days. All right. So yeah, nine days. I get to walk around his nemesis and punch fools in the back of the head. I love he punches. He plays. It it feels so fun to play his nemesis. Like the the tentacle is tough. Like that's gonna take some getting used to. Just like Huntress. Like any any character, you gotta aim. Yeah, it's not it's not the it's not the hardest mechanic in the world, but like it it takes it takes skill. So it'll be fun to practice that. But yeah, just running around and punching survivors in the head. Just it it was so much fun on the PTB. I can't wait to do it on the live servers. Nemesis is gonna be fun. That and the fact that I mean we're getting Leon and uh, what uh Val Valentina what what Jill yeah Jill, Jill Valentine yeah yeah Jill and Leon and like the fact that they both can basically create flashbangs like. It's going to be a huge change to how Dead by Daylight plays, where you know, you're going to be giving all survivors the ability to create custom items in game. Like that's going to be a huge change. Plus, I mean, you know, like they're saying, they're expecting a huge influx of players because the Resident Evil franchise it has a few fans. Like it has like what nine games and forty two movies. So you know, there's some fans about like that. Yeah, I think Mila Jovovich has killed roughly three million zombies. Are they like, rebooting you know. it too? Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, the movie surprise me. Yeah, well, but yeah, that's what I've been getting into. Well, friends, on that note, I think we're about ready to start shutting things down here. Uh, friendly reminder, though, before we do shut down the show, we do stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over at www.geeks.live. That is the home of the Gunna Geek Network, where all of our live content streams. If you're there right now, you can scroll down the live page. There's a calendar of all the upcoming live events, and you can go and check out some of their live content we've got going on. I do believe there is another recording of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. that should be going on tonight, Jan- June 6th, rather, as we record this. Before we shut things down, you guys have any final thoughts for the people? Solid D story. That's fair. Damn the man. Save the empire. Well then, I think on that note, we are going to start shutting things down. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. And please, don't forget to come back next week as we start to delve into E3 and probably talk about Loki. On that note, bye guys. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.